You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real pain. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play Music to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to stream. You can also visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more info about PCLB and visit our event tab to see what's going on this month. Lastly, like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram at PC Las Vegas. Thank you again and enjoy the message. The Lord, amen. I just want to minister real quickly, amen. Uh, uh, it's a two-part message, amen, that I'll, I'll finish up next Wednesday on. But the, the question tonight, God has a question for you, which is the title of my message, amen. Do you really love me? Do you really love me? Amen. In Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 22 to 24, and I'm reading out the New Living Translation. It says this. Be careful to obey all these commands I'm giving you. Show love to the Lord your God by walking in his ways and hold, hold tightly to them. Then the Lord will drive out the nations ahead of you. Though they're much greater and stronger than you, they will not overtake you or overtake your land. And wherever you set your foot, that land will be yours. Amen. It says, be careful and obey all these commands. Show love to the Lord by walking real tight with him. He'll drive out your enemies, even though they may be greater and look stronger than you. That, 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 that uh, he'll give you whatever you, wherever you put your foot in, wherever you put your hands to, God will bless you. Amen. With our love conference just a few weeks away, amen, and I'm already talking to our speakers there. I'm already getting everything set up there. They're excited to be here, amen. Pastor Carl and, and, uh, and uh, Adam are, are excited to be with us. Uh, Billy Hall, amen, that you're going you're gonna to fall in love with, amen. Amen, is, is excited to be here with us, amen. And, and we're just going to have a great time. I believe the Lord's going to meet us in a special way. But God's asking us right now before we get there, do you really love me? If you love me, then you obey my commands. See, love brings obedience, and so does friendship. Amen. We've seen that in the life of David and, and Jonathan. Amen. Through the story I've been ministering on them, on David and Goliath, and, and David and Jonathan on on friendship. Amen. But you wouldn't think that obedience and friendship go together, but they do. And, the, and Jesus said in John fifteen fourteen NIV, it says that. You are my friends if you do what I command. So if we are really friends of God, amen, if we really love God, amen, then through those two things of loving God and being a friend of God, amen, it brings along obedience. Are you following me? Because he says if you're my friends, then you'll do what I say. Amen? Meaning that you're going to have to trust God all the way. Come on. You're going to have to put your trust in him completely and fully, even in the rough times. 
Even when you're going through the storm and the battle, I mean, this is where you're going to say, if you really love me, if you really trust me, uh, if you'll really just stick to obeying me, I'll take care of you. See, when we apply these true principles in our lives and do them, not just say them, come on. See, we're good at saying what we're going to do. It's just the part that we have problems is, is doing it. Come on, we, we say we're going to do this, we say we're going to do that, but it's the problem of, of doing it. But when you do them, amen, it brings along promise, and that promise brings upon us victory. Come on, who, who wants victory in this place? Come on, how many of y'all want to overcome some things? And I believe that if you can just simply love God and obey God, he'll bring you victory. The question is, really, not if you want victory, but do you love God? Because if you don't really love God, you're not going to get no victory. See, loving God and walking in his ways and holy, holding tightly to it, you gotta, you got to hold to his ways like, like your life depends on it. I got to do it God's way or it's the highway. I got to do it God's way or it can't be my way. It has to be, it has to be his way all the way. Amen. There was an old saying in Burger King, amen, you have it your way. I don't even think they even use that anymore, amen. But in the kingdom of God, you can't have it your way. You got to just take it as a serve. Come on, somebody say amen. You, you, whatever comes at you, this is what you got to take. it. You, you can't have it. You can't serve God the way you want to serve God. See, the promise of possessing uh, or repossessing things within our lives, amen, repossessing things in our home, uh, in our jobs, uh, in our communities, amen. Uh, how many want to repossess some things that the devil has stole from you? Come on. If you ever had anything rep repossessed, amen, it don't feel good. Come on, don't raise your hand if it ever happened to you. But it doesn't feel good. I, I remember watching a show called uh, Repo. And I would watch that and see these guys repossess plays, and they, they would just, man, it was these people would just start crying, no, don't take my car, or whatever it was. It, it, it doesn't feel good to, to get something repo from you. But we have to repossess the things that the devil has stolen from us. Come on, things that he didn't give us in the first place. Come on, he didn't pay for it. Our daddy in heaven paid for it. And what I'm talking about tonight, church, is that we need to go back into the enemy's camp, amen, and we need to take back what rightfully belongs to you and I today, amen. We got to go back and take some peace, amen. Take some blood back, amen. Establish joy inside our homes once again, amen. Take back our kids, amen. Come on, are the, are the, the world's taking our kids. For some of us, amen, come on, we got to get our minds back. Come on, some of you guys lost your minds up in here. Come on, we got to get our mind, our, our sanity back. Come on, we serve God. We go through troubles, amen. We start tripping again. Come on, the promise uh, that God has for us to advance, amen. Uh, the promise of going forward, amen. Pushing back uh, the forces of resistance, uh, moving to a closer uh, relationship with God. You know what? It's about knowing God and loving him more. I want to know God more. Come on, how many want to know God more? Come on, how many want to love God a little bit more? Amen. Uh, you know, this banner of love, God's calling us. Come on, I want you to love me. I want you to know me. Because if we can know him, church, we got victory. There's promise for us. 
The sad thing is that so many Christians come to church and they don't know God. And that's why they walk around defeated, amen. That's why they walk around still struggling, amen. Uh, There is no joy. uh, There is no peace in their lives because they really don't know God. Because if you really know God, then there's some joy inside of you. You can go through some storms and battle, amen, but you can't take the joy away. Come on, there's a confidence and there's a trust in God that, you know what, I may be going through a storm right now, but my God's going to get me through. Because there's a love for him. You know you know that daddy's going to take care of you. There's a promise through God's word of overcoming every circumstance, every situation that seems to be greater than us. See, we as Christians are always looking. I don't know about you, but I'm always looking for keys. I'm always looking for the secret through God's word, the revelation, amen, or the word or sign that will help me or, or help us possess all the promises that God has for us, that will bring us and assure us victory. When I'm going through a hard time, I got to look through God's word because in God's word, I'll find some promise. I'll find some victory, amen. I'm searching, God, give me some revelation of your word that will strengthen me. That's why verse 22 says, if you carefully, carefully observe all these commands, I'm giving you to follow. See, the definition of carefully is this, cautiously, remember diligently, cautious in thought. We are to follow his commands forever cautiously. We have to remember them diligently. We need to keep them in conscious thought always, church. We have to study God's word. Come on, if you if you don't read his God your his word, amen, then you don't know his promises. You don't know what you got, amen, until you read it, amen. Uh, Come on, you got to get into the book to understand all the gifts and everything that he has for the treasures that are in God's word, amen. We got to study it diligently, amen, uh, and remember to apply these truths uh, to our lives. But it starts by loving God. Our text starts off by saying to love the Lord your God. Sounds pretty simple, huh? Just love God and everything will be okay. But we can't even do that at times. Come on, when, when you're giving up, you're not loving God. When you, you allow things to overcome you, you're not loving God. When you're, when you're allowing struggles still in your life, you're, you're not loving God. The greatest command that God gives you and I is to love God. That's the greatest command. In Deuteronomy, To love God is mentioned 10 times. Deuteronomy 6, chapter 5 says, To love your God, uh, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Church, all. Somebody say all. With everything you got, everything that's inside of you, you got to love God that way. Amen. You got to love God. Amen. My question to you is, how's your love life with God today? Come on. Do you love him? Did you think about him today? Come on, did, did you talk to him today? Come on, you see, when you love someone, you're looking ways uh, to express love to that person. On Monday, I went to the market, and I was just thanking God for what happened on Sunday. 
I said, God, man, you moved. Uh, people were pouring out their hearts as they were sharing some things, amen. God touched them, amen. People were expressing, uh, uh, you know, I'm doing this for you, amen. I'm making a stand for my family. Uh, I'm dying to myself because I want my family saved, amen. God moved. Uh, there was visitors here. God just touched people. People got saved. And I was thanking God. And then I started thanking God for my wife. I said, man, I got a good woman. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm walking in the Smiths. I'm saying, man, I'm a blessed man. Thank you, Jesus. Sunday was great. My wife is good. Woo! Everything's good. And I walked by and I seen six stem roses. I said, I'm going to get me my wife this because I love her. And I took it, amen, and I got my other stuff, amen. I walked into her. I said, baby, I got you some flowers just because. And there's my mother-in-law. It's not her birthday. <laughs> I said, it don't have to be her birthday. I got it because I love her, and this is for her, and this is just for her being her. He goes, I know. <laughs> See, loving God is more than just giving your tithes, church. Come on, loving God is more than just coming to church or singing a worship song. Loving God is, is more than just doing a good deed. Loving God is a commandment that becomes a lifestyle, a lifestyle of worship to God. When someone tells you, I love you, in most cases, you can sense that they really mean it or not, right? Come on, by the way they, they say it, by the way they express it. Well, God has demonstrated his love for us by taking the very first step. By showing us how to love, amen, by loving us first. See, a lot of us don't, didn't know how to love. There's a lot of people out there that are hurt today. There's a lot of people out there that don't know what love is, amen, because nothing was demonstrated, no, 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 nothing was ever shown to them in love. They may have parents, they may have a dad or a mom, but there was never expressed love inside the house. And then love, God wants to love them, and it, it's hard for them to receive love sometimes. God showed us love by taking the first step. How I many know it's, it's hard to love someone that doesn't love you back? Romans 5.8 says, God demonstrated his love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for you. Come on. Amazing right here what God done, the amazing words, while we were still sinners, while we were still living in disobedience, while we were still all jacked up, amen, doing whatever we want to do, he was still loving you, even when you weren't loving him back. Let me tell you, church, that's love. That's how much God loves you. Even though you didn't love him, he still loved you. While we were still sinners, he sends his son to die for you. Christ died for you, not because you were good enough, not because you're all that, because he loved you. 1 John 4, 19 says, we love him because he first loved us. God's love is the source of all human love. It spreads the fire. Because of his great love for us, we in turn can love others. Come on. You can love people that you didn't love before through God's love. 
There's something that happens, amen, when you just you, you discover God and how much he loved you. Jesus tells you, tells you and I, amen, I no longer call you servants, but I call you friend. Why? Because a servant doesn't know the master's business. Because you're his friend, everything that the father told the son, he tells us. Why? Because we're friends. See, Christian friendship is more than an acquaintance. It's more than just to know someone, amen. It's a partnership of affection. In friendship, Jesus says, you know what? I'm going to take you from being a, a servant at his work to make us a partner at his work. We're not simply being servants, amen, but now we're in partnership with God. See, a slave is never given a reason for the work assignment. A slave simply has to what? Just do it. But a friend shares knowledge, shares purpose. Jesus shares his very secrets of God, amen, because he's confident in our friendship. We got to share ownership in this church. What's going on in the, in the world, the church world, we're part of. Don't that feel good that we take ownership, amen? We're not simply being robots and, 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 and being told what to do, amen? We, we're sharing this together and working together. God broke open the new covenant by demonstrating his love by giving us the gift of life through his son Jesus. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but what? Have everlasting life. Right here, God sets the pattern of love. Right here, God sets the foundation of all love relationships. See, when you love someone dearly, you're willing to give to a point of self-sacrifice to that relationship. We have to love God and obey God. Can somebody say amen? Come on, you, you truly want the blessings of God, you truly want victory in your life, then you got to start by loving and obeying God. You turn to Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15 and 16, New Living Translation says this, Now listen, today I'm giving you a choice between life and death, between prosperity and disaster. For I command to you this day to love the Lord your God and keep his commands and regulations by walking in his ways. If you do this, you will live and multiply, and the Lord will bless you and the land you're about to enter and accompany. You see, God wants to bless us as we enter our land, as we enter into our homes. He wants to bless our homes. He wants to bless our finances. He wants to bless Las Vegas, amen. Come on. He wants to bless your marriage. He wants to give you life. He wants to give you prosperity. Wherever you walk, God wants to give you. Wherever you put your hands to, God wants an increase. But look what it says in verse 17 and 18. But if your heart turns away and you refuse to listen, and you're drawn away to serve and worship other gods, or do your own thing, I warn you that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live long or a good life in this land. Verse 19 and 20 says, goes on to say this, 
Today I have given you a choice between life and death, blessings and curses, and now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. If you choose life so that you and your descendants might live right, then you have made this choice by loving the Lord your God and obeying him and committing yourself firmly to him. This is the key to your life. And if you love the Lord and obey the Lord, you will live long in this land. How many want to live long? Come on. Anybody want to live short? Anybody want to die tomorrow? <laughs> I don't think anybody does. We want to live a long life. There's people out there wanting to live a long life. Amen. I, I, sometimes I drive, amen, uh, in the morning, amen, I see this old viejito guy with some little shorts. <laughs> Walking, just walking, and he's walking. He looks in pretty good shape. Why is he doing that? He wants to live. Come on, I, I'm getting old now. You know what? I'm, I need, I need to walk. I need to exercise. I need, you know, he's watching, walk, doing all this thing, and you know, and uh, he, he must, he, he got, he got tuck, he got, he got, he got stuck in a time zone with those shorts. They, they're almost like that. Amen. But this guy's doing it. There's a lot of people out in the world trying to find the secret of long-lasting life to eat right. Uh, people start to, you know, once they go through a, a season of, of, of health problems, I mean, the doctor says, you know what? You need to start eating right. You need to start doing this and this, or you're going to die. Your heart's going to go out. Your pressure's way up here. You need to change your diet. You need to do this. And so people start doing that. And then some people don't. He said, ah. Eat a donut, see Jesus. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know what they say, but I don't know about you, but I want to live long, amen. I mean, I want to get to heaven. I, I know, man. I want to get there, you know. But I, I want to live long too. I want to see my grandkids grow up. I want to. I want to experience life. I still want to preach the gospel. I still want to see people come to God and, and get saved. Amen. I want to see my family get saved. There's so many things I want to do that I want to live for. I want to live for my family. But at the same time, if you don't do and, and take care of yourself, you end up dying. And same thing here in the Word of God says, you know what? You can have blessing, or you can have cursing. You know, you can have death or you can have life. I I'm giving you the answer for life. If you love me and obey my commands, then you're going to live long. But if you don't, it says disaster falls on you. If you want to make your own choices, serve, live the way you want to live, then okay, I gave you a choice. And right now, all of heaven is going to write down what you're going to do. And we're going to make a note right here. Today, she chose. The world. Donuts. Today he chose life and he served God. See, on Sunday when you guys got baptized, there was a declaration made that you signed for life. I want life. I want to bury this old man. I want to cut off its head. Amen. I don't want it to rise up like Michael Myers. Amen. I want to stay dead. It's going to stay in the water. It's going to be dead. Amen. I'm done. I'm done with this. I want to live. I don't want to die. And so you got to have an urgency in your spirit that says, you know what? I don't want to die, amen. I, I want to live, amen. I, come on, I only, you only have one life to live, church. You don't get a second chance at life. Come on, when your number's called or you're dead or you pass away or something happened to you, the next thing is judgment. 
The next moment, the next time you open your eyes, you'll be standing for God Almighty, and he's going to ask you, what did you do with your life? Well, I chose this. Well, there's your destiny then. I chose this. He's going to say, welcome. Welcome. Or get away from me. Those are the two words that he's going to give you. He's not going to be there, and it's not going to be like the movies that you see. You know what? I'm giving you a second chance. I'm going to send you back to earth. You're not, you're not going to get that. And I'm not saying that there's not people that have these kind of experiences, church. But once you're officially gone, you're gone. There, there is no coming back. It's judgment. And your life will be judged by what you did and what, on how you served. He says, today, you're going to choice. Life or death. You see? Or cursing. And now I'll call on heaven and earth to witness, listen, the choice that you make. All of heaven's looking at you and says, okay, they chose that today. They chose this today. He says, if you choose me and you love me and obey me, then you know what? In exchange, I'm going to give you life. Not only life here on earth, but eternal life. But if you don't, then I can declare to you that disaster's coming on you and you'll be destroyed. Meaning your home will get hit, your finances will get hit, your life will get hit, church. Come on. It's life or death. Prosperity or, dis- or, or disaster, guys. It's your choice. I say, I'm going to choose life. I'm going to choose prosperity, man. I want the blessings of God. Amen. I don't, I don't want disaster. I don't want, I don't want death upon my life or my family. Daniel chapter 10, 4 says, Daniel prayed. I prayed to the Lord, my God, and confess, O God, the great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant of love to all who love him and obey his commands. Here's Daniel praying. He says, you know what? You're a great God. You're an awesome God. You're the one that loves those that love you and obey you, that you'll never take away that promise, but you'll always bless us. See, God gave us his very best. Even when you weren't thinking about him, even when you're away doing your own thing, caught up in your way, he still sent Jesus to die for you. Even when you're doing your own thing and living your own lifestyle, amen, he was still Loving you. And now he's commanding us to love him with all we got. What do you want, church? You want life or you want death? Because the choices that you make today is, is, is the outcome of your, of your life. The choices that you make today, you can either accept him or reject him. That's it. It's your choice. God gives free will. But he says, if you choose this, this is what you'll get. If you choose this, this is what you get. This word's very specific. It's It's really right on. The choice is yours. You know, if we're really going to get into this, conference of love, 
then I think we need to check ourselves and say, are we really loving God? Or are we just here because it feels good? Or, or you know, what? I'm feeling good. Everything's flowing. You know, everything's cool. Amen. But, you know, once there's a, something going on with life, ah, I don't know. When your life starts to suck and things are not going the way you want, are you going to still love God? Are you going to still serve God? Are you going to still obey God? Even when it gets all crazy. Because that's what love is. Love is no matter what. It's like a marriage, right? In sickness and in health. For better, for worse. Richer or poorer. Come on. I've been poor with my wife. and I, we, We've never been rich yet, but, <laughs> but we've been okay. You know? But even in the poor times, I had a way to find something for her. You know, this time was six roses. Back then it was probably one, and it was fake. But it was a rose, amen, hallelujah. That's all I can afford at that time, amen. How much for that? 50 cents. I give you 50 cents for that, amen. We're here to love God, amen. We're here to serve him, amen. And so as we go into this conference, we really need to ask ourselves, do I really love God? Well, if you really do, then do you really know him then? Come on. And if you really know them, then you, you know his word and you're obeying his word. Amen. If you're friends with God and say, I'm a friend of God, then my friends obey my commands. So there's things that we have to do even as a Christian. doesn't matter how long you've been saved. You still got to obey. doesn't matter where you are in the church. You still have to obey. Probably even more as you grow more. It doesn't, get, it doesn't get any easier. It doesn't say, well, that's just for the new commerce. No, it's for everyone. Come on, you think you've been saved for a while? I don't have to pray today. God knows me. I prayed two hours yesterday. I can, I can skip today. I read, I read that chapter before. No, you've you got to continue to seek God. Because I can tell you right now, the enemy hasn't stopped seeking you. He's studying you. He's watching you. And he knows exactly when you're going to put your hands down. He knows exactly when you closed your Bible and said, you know what, he didn't read today. Because he watches you. You don't know your thoughts, but he's watching you. And he knows, man, this guy's not prayed up today. I can push him today. Oh, I can get him. I'm going to get him, man. I'm, that old man, Michael Myers is coming up. Man. That old flesh, that old man's going to come up. I'm going I'm to make it. You, you, you got you to gotta, you gotta clear it. Paul says, I crucify this flesh, flesh daily. Here's the great apostle Paul. He said, I died in myself daily because I know this old man will rise up. So I got to cut that head every single day and make sure it's not going to rise up. And when things go out of whack, I'm not going to go out of whack. I'm going to continue to serve God and do what I need to do. If I blow it, I'm going to repent. I'm going to get right before God. Why? Because the Holy Spirit's, the Holy Spirit's telling me. If you're not prayed up and read up, guys, let me tell you, there is no Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you got, you got to activate it. You got to activate the Holy Spirit. It doesn't just come on. You got to activate. It. You got to call upon it. You got to, you got to read it. You got to, you got to call. Say, I need you today. Do you love God, Church? Do you love God? Amen. Why don't we all stand up?